Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and a spoonful of beer helps the medicine go down. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we're reading Mary Poppins by... P.L. Travers. Thank you, I forgot her name already. Spoiler, I didn't like it. And we're starting with this beer. A revisit, this is from McKellar, San Diego. It's called Windy Hill. And it is a New England IPA. And it's called Windy Hill... Because Mary Poppins had gas. Well, chapter later on, she had a different kind of gas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm not making it up. So, really, it's because Mary Poppins arrives on the east wind and leaves by the west wind. So, it must be very, very windy over there on 17 Cherry Tree Lane. Ah, you can remember their address. Good for you, man. I'm just going to say it right now. I didn't like this book. That's because it was dumb as shit. Well, first, let's talk about why we're doing this book. Oh, Why yeah. we read this book. Good point. Why is that again? Because they're making another movie. A new movie is coming out. A new Mary Poppins movie. And that's probably not going to be a surprise for you because this episode will probably come out the week of the movie. So We're recording this in the past. If they have robot cars by then, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I want my jetpack. <laughs> so we we promised jetpacks. As you listen to this on your moon base, <laughs> you'll know all about the new movie. Several months from now. <laughs> So yeah, there's a Mary Poppins film coming out. A, it, I, I originally thought it was a uh, a remake, but it's actually a sequel to the movie from the 1964. It's a long time ago. It and is. Julie Andrews hasn't aged a day. A little bit yeah, of a day. She's aged two days. I mean, she's definitely firmly in the G-MILF category. Okay, yeah. But but in a high, a high 8, 8.5 out of 10 it's in that G-MILF good. category. That's pretty good. You don't need a spoonful of medicine to, medicine to make that go down. But anyway, uh, it's a sequel, and it has like an entirely new cast, and I'm sure it has a ton of CGI. Well, and it Dick probably, Van Dyke's still alive, right? He's 90. Yeah, he's really, 90 really old. Or 90. He's old as shit. He's, he's over 90. I saw a but thing. But still on, alive. Uh, well, yes. Well, maybe. This might have come out earlier. <laughs> he died tragically at the age of 90-something. I saw a thing on uh, the Sunday morning show. You ever watch on CBS? That show with the Suns? You know I've seen that? it, yeah. They had a thing... A couple weeks ago, months ago, I don't know, with like Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks and Dick Van Dyke because they're all old as so shit. So old, yeah. And they're still alive and doing stuff. Like it's amazing like, what Viagra will do. And they're going <laughs> Keeps them up. And so Dick Van Dyke was the youngest and he was like maybe 91 or something like that. I, I, the numbers are fuzzy, but he's old as shit and he was the most lucid motherfucker you'd ever think for a 90 year old man. Like you would have thought he was 60. Looking yeah. at him. This just, was, just, his hair got white, but he's the same. It's really amazing. I mean, I still... What was that show? Was that Diagnosis Murder? What was that show he was on in the 80s? I have no idea. It's not Murder, she wrote. No, no. He was... It's a different it, one. So there was, I, I remember, yeah. He was Diagnosis Murder. Like he was like a... Was he like a, a, doctor? a medical examiner or something? And he, uh, they were murdered. I remember watching that with my grandma in like 1991. And she was like, oh, Dick Van Dyke, he could put his shoes under my bed anytime. I was like, ew. What does that even mean? I don't know. It meant something in 1939. <laughs> and I could ask grandma, but she's dead now. About 10 years ago, I saw one of those Night at the Museum movies. I think it was the first one. might have been more than 10 years ago now. Anyway, he was he had a very small part in it. He played like some night janitor. And oh, he was in it for like shit, two seconds. And then him. at the very end, literally while the credits are rolling, they just, they're just showing Dick Van Dyke just dancing. Just He's just like, I'm just going to do a little dance because I can. And he was really good. And he was at least 80-something at the time. And it's like, man, he is still, in, he's, he's still got so really spry. Yeah. Fuck that guy, man. I pulled my ass muscles sitting. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I'm 31. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Dick Van Dyke. 
could suck my Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> well, he's not in this book. In fact, the character that he plays in Mary Poppins is reduced to almost nothing in this. Reduced story. to one tiny little part, and and we'll get there. That's what they say about Dick Van Dyke. He has a tiny little part. So the that book, man is a treasure. The book came out in the 30s, right? 1934. Yeah, it's old as shit. So just knowing right away, if you've read any number of like classic children's books, children's books written before like 1965 are all terrible. Like, they're written for adults, essentially, to, like, read to their children, and they suck. But you have to wonder, why would a child ever like this? Because it was so weird. Because they had no choice. (laughs) (laughs) There was no option. It's like, do you want me to read Mary Poppins to you, or do you want to go back in the field? I love Mary Poppins, Papa. (laughs) And then you say, that's right. That's what I thought. And after I'm done, you go back in the field. Like, it was terrible. There was no fun, and there was no Sega Genesis. Like, they had a terrible childhood. (laughs) Awful. Just terrible. Oh, By the way, humanity. delicious, delicious New England IPA. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very light. Not too over the top with the hobby flavors. No. Nope. I dig it. And on this hot balls day that we're recording, somewhere near December. <laughs> it's probably hot in December. It was hot last December. Who the fuck was. knows this year? It's still good. We won't even make it to December. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, yeah, let's start with the book. We should, no, we should probably do another beer oh, before we... Because uh, 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 there's not that much to say about the book. Just pick one at random. Just pick safety. Do this one. That one. Safety scissors. Fuck you. I defy you. What is it? This is called, I think Nate brought this. This is called Staff Magician. And it is also by McKellar. It's like a magic handjob. And this is a New England style pale ale, not Hmm. a New England style India pale ale. So I've actually had this a few months ago and I bought it. It It's like sweet New England IPA. And I drank it and I was like, that's not a New England IPA. And then I realized it's it's a Nipa. For a guy who has a book club podcast, I don't read good. I skipped a word. Hmm. Yeah. They could have easily called this Session IPA. Yeah. Or just Definitely. American Pale Ale. It's, it's hoppier than that. It, you taste it. You get the, the flavor. There's no bitterness at all. It's very nice. I dig it. There's, a, it's a, there's some bitterness. There's mm. after, aftertaste is bitterness. I don't get it, man. I, don't get I it. definitely do. Just drink it faster, and the, and the aftertaste goes away very faster. Very fast. <laughs> I, I like It's okay. I'm not... I would not... Uh, I would not go tremendously out of my way to get this again, but I dig it. It's okay. Yeah. To use. It, it, it's sort of like it doesn't have a strong, it doesn't have very much flavor at all, except the slight bitterness, except the slight hoppy flavor. It's because it's a pale ale, I guess. I don't know. They, I think they just toned down the hoppiness. Yeah. Must be. Everything anyway, so Mary Poppins is magic. She's definitely magic. And because she's on the staff of the house Ooh. of 17 Cherry Tree Lane, oh, that means. Sorry. She's the staff magician. Excellent. Next beer. But seriously, that's how the book starts with the book a starts, bunch of rich yeah. British children. The kids are dicks, and their nanny's like, fuck this. I hate them. Yep. And although I would just, before we get there, one quick quote. This is like page one or page two, where Mr. Banks says he promised his wife she could have four children or a clean home, but he couldn't afford both. They have like four servants. How do you have four servants and not have a clean home? They all how messy all are they? Chefs. They don't have a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Just shit on the floor. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it! Junior shit in the there closet are, again. There are ten people in this house shitting on the floor. They never mentioned the bathroom once. So yeah, they shit on the floor. That's 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 how that works. Next question. Anyway, um, and, and anyway, so uh, beginning of the book. I believe. I'm sorry. I, I was confused. I was thinking of Mary Ploppins. <laughs> it's a poop joke. <laughs> So the very beginning of the book opens with the current 
nanny or governess or whatever you want to call her is of the family, au pair, is quitting because the children are just terrible. She just does not like them and is probably a mean person. She just decides to quit and they need a new and they need someone new. So they put an ad in the paper. They put an yeah. ad in the paper, yeah. but then only one person arrives and it's Mary Poppins. And, and she, she arrives flying on her umbrella, like her umbrella. She arrives on the wind and she just sort of like plops down in front of the, in front of the, <laughs> she's very Poppins. She plops down in front of the door, rings the doorbell, and that's how she gets in. Of course, now I think I'm confusing some of the book with the movie because I've seen that movie, the movie was way many times and just read the book just this one time. Now the kids see her from the window. Like she just like wrote it on a fucking umbrella. Just floated down. So yeah, there's definitely some magic. But then she comes in and she lays down the fucking law. She's a dick. Before we actually get to that, I just want to say, this is a really good movie. The movie, the Disney movie, I mean, it's a it's 60s movie. movie musical made for kids. Definitely a kid's movie. And it's, it's like Julie Andrews' like, follow-up to uh, Sound of Music, right? She won Susan Best Hughes. Actress for this. For I mean, this? Best Actress Oscar for this movie. Oh. And it's a really good movie. This book is so bad. Like, it is a really stupid book. And the craziest part of this whole thing is... How did Walt Disney read this and go, that's brilliant. Well, I mean, Let's make a whole giant budget movie out of this. If you just say, I have a fun magic nanny, you can go a lot of places with that. And they did because they just went and changed. Yeah, you know, they needed to change everything. everything. I think he was like, hey, are there any Jews in that book? No? I'm interested. <laughs> because that was kind of Walt Disney's thing. Yeah, that too. I think we've cut jokes like that out in the past, but I'm going to try to leave that one in. It is a fair criticism of Walt Disney. The guy was a pretty big racist. He's like, hey, what kind of... Who did she pray to? Hmm. I'll take the Calvinist God. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so I agree with you. How, I've actually never seen the movie. What? I have crazy never? talk. My parents were alcoholics who didn't care for me very much. Oh. So I didn't see okay. it. And I, which is why I have a beer podcast. But I, I watched, I've seen, you know, the, fan, the famous little clips. I've seen, you know, I, 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 if you like showed me a still of like a bunch of dudes in sooty black clothes doing a dance sequence with Mary Poppins or people would have... And one of them is Dick Van Dyke. Probably Mary Poppins. With the world's worst accent ever, apparently. It's hyper cockney. I've never actually seen the movie. I don't know what it sounds like. And really, really bad. And everyone in England really hates him or at least hates his accent because like, yep, it's just so terrible. Well, okay. He fucking left your country, so suck a bag. It's more like a caricature than an accent. But it's fine. Who gives a shit? It's for little kids. It's from 1964. Like, back then... To be a good actor, you didn't need a whole lot going on. No, certainly. But I think they knew they were going to release the movie in England. Yeah, but it also had the Disney label. Oh, know? they didn't need it for Americans. Americans couldn't tell the difference. Oh, totally. But like, they're like, it's a Disney movie, and he's only part of the movie. You'll get over it. Mm-hmm. Julie Andrews is from England, yeah, isn't she? British. So like, yeah, yeah, balance out. You love Snow White. Watch this garbage. Though apparently it's a really good movie. I should actually see it at some point. It's pretty good. At one point, I'll watch it. It is one billion times better than this book. Billion with a B. It's like a Carl Sagan billion. Billion. Yeah. Billions. Billion and billion. Yeah. Billions of stars. I think, um, I mean, there are lots of terrible things you could say are better than this book. Rwanda in the 90s. Better than this it's, book. It's close. It's close. It's a close second. George Clooney's Oscar acceptance speech. Better than this book. When he was like, that smug speech. Remember that in South Park? I don't remember. Oh, it's, it's worth seeing. When Tom Hanks got AIDS in Philadelphia. Better than this book. <laughs> 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 yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> when when the real life Julie Andrews had like something happened to her where she couldn't sing anymore. She had, she had surgery. Better than screwed up this, her surgery. Better than this book. She had the she had cysts like Adele. They had to like cut them off, and she couldn't sing for a long time. No, she still. She, or she still can't, can't sing. ever sing. 
She just can't ever sing again. Hey, guys, what do you call a, uh, an overweight computer? Adele. It's <laughs> 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 a great joke. I made that shit up. It's great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. I know. It's so stupid. <laughs> okay. Whew. So she comes into their house, and she's like, hits the ground running. She's like, hush that fuss, bitches. Oh, I feel like there's a beverage name for that. It's literally called Hush That Fuss. Was that actually what she said? Did she say Hush That She fuss? told him to shut the fuck up and get upstairs to bed. I don't think she said shut the fuck up. She said, shut your little whore mouths and go to sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know what? Now I remember that. Yeah. It was very, it was surprising. It was, it was a jarring change of pace. <laughs> this is from Edmunds Oast Brewing Company. <laughs> it's an American pale ale. It's five and a half percent alcohol. Nate, I think it's just getting over the Adele joke. He's laughing so much. It's awesome. It's such a dumb joke. You could, you know what's fun about that joke? It's not dirty. You could use it at school, kids. So this is an American Pale. It looks a little cloudy. Like uh, what's going to come out of me later. Oh, yeah. Both sides. Oh, yeah. That is tasty. I think it tastes like an IPA, actually. Yeah, it's pretty bitter. It doesn't... Cu- it tastes a little bit different than an IPA. It's, there's something a little different about it. I think it's thinner. There's like a... a it's, it's, quite thin. it's quite watery. It's not my thing. But I don't like IPA, so. But great. it's it's interesting. As this is a December episode, I'll say this is a great summer beer. Look forward to summer in a few months. I don't know why it's called Hush That Fuss. They just pick words out of a fucking hat. The the picture is a bicycle horn with a pointer finger on a fist coming out of the horn. It's, it looks like something out of Monty Python. It is you know, very Monty Python. Those like weird, yeah. you know, interstitial like, like, uh, things. Interstitial, whatever that word is. Interstitial. Yeah, that's it. That's the word. That's the word I'm trying to think of. So the uh, they go. She says, "Hey, kids, get to bed." And they're like, "Well, fuck, this lady's hardcore." She's so I'm gonna go upstairs. And then she goes upstairs and says, "Take some of this medicine from this bottle that I have." And I was like, "No, I, I want to take that out of my purse." Yeah, and uh, you're a stranger essentially, and I'm gonna drink this medicine out of a thing. And also, she takes another medicine out of the same bottle for another kid because she does magic. But back in the 1930s, like if an adult told you to do something, you did it. Yep. Oh, and what do we have here? Another beverage. Nate, you brought this? This is C is for Cherry by Evil Twin. I believe we've had this one before. We might have, yes. And it was pretty solid then. It was surprisingly good. We were just we were shocked how we didn't hate it. Well, I didn't remember that we had had it before. So I bought it again. And Evil Twin thanks you, but not with their retweets. They don't retweet a goddamn thing, those guys. It's that guy. He's very busy. He's making a hundred thousand beers a year. This is a ghost, right? A gosa? Or sour? Yes, it is. A ghost-style ale, brewed with salt and cherry added. What do you guys think? It tastes like cherries. It's, it's, it's sour. The, for t- sure. the tartness is a it, bit... It's, it's quite tart. Anyway, I so it. uh, it's, I mean, it's sour. Uh, it's kind of a little bit too sour for me, but for a sour, it's fine. It's not overwhelming like gym socks in your mouth sour. My socks? Gym socks, not uh, Jimmy socks. Oh, okay. That's different. But, it, you know, and we're talking about where it's like, oh, dear God, this is blue cheese in a beer glass. Yeah. Ugh. This, Ugh. Is, this is pretty good. Yuck. It, it is a bit on the, on the higher end for myself as well. Like, I really don't dig this. What do you think, Jimmy? Uh, it's just past my upper limit of sour. I don't get the salt. I, I don't think you're supposed to either. I think it's supposed yeah. to just kind of be built in somewhere. You're supposed to put salt on the rim of the glass, like a margarita. <laughs> a, a beer-rita? No. Beer-rita. Lime-rita. I think that's bulldog. A, that's a thing that uh, uh, bulldog is the Corona in a margarita because you want to ruin both. I don't understand. 
People do this shit. They take a margarita and they put a fucking Corona upside down in it. And when you drink the margarita with like a straw, there's some beer in it. It's gross. I don't know why the fuck people do it. It's fucking disgusting. And they get to vote, America. Their vote counts as much as yours. It's true. Remember that. <laughs> Unless you don't vote. Then it counts infinitely more than your yeah. vote. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's even worse. So <laughs> vote. At this point, the time the episode's coming out, voting happened. Remember for next year. Vote next time. Mm-hmm. So anyway... Uh, at this point, the children are supposed to take their medicine, and, and then each person gets a different spoonful of medicine. But instead of it tasting like awful, disgusting medicine, it tastes like a different dessert for each person. Oh, yeah, and I can't yeah. remember if one of them was cherry or not, but I think so. Anyway, this is literally the part in the movie where they wrote the song, A Spoonful of Sugar makes, Helps the Medicine Go Down. Just like our intro. Just like we planned it. It, totally. it, it was weird. They're like, mine tastes like Cherry's Jubilee or whatever the fuck they were talking. Like, the random. Uh, no, Turkish my, Delight. My, yeah, Turkish Delight is totally. Like, that's also. What was that other stupid book where they eat Turkish Narnia. Delight? Narnia. Narnia, yeah. Turkish Delight. Which, by the way, Turkish Delight, pretty solid. But. Really? I've only heard bad things about it. When you get it. I mean, I had it in Turkey for like a dollar. You know, you can't be is disappointed. It actually, Turkish? I had it in Turkey where they're like, I thought it was like Turkish an delight. English person thing where, like, you know, oh, wait, this is exotic. It's Turkish Delight. It's a candy and it's like. Sort of jellied thing with nuts in it, but it's not. I'm not defining it well. That Describing sounds, it well. That sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. It actually was like like hey, powdered sugar or some shit on it. Yeah, it's powdered sugar around it, but it's some sort of like congealed thing. I don't know what it is. I didn't really want to think about mm, it, but it yeah. was a buck, and I was like, I'll eat anything, just about anything for a buck. And then it, yeah, I know anything, almost. Give it to Mikey. He'll eat anything. <laughs> and then I had it. I was like, this is actually pretty solid, and it was good. And then uh, we didn't go back to Turkey because their country is terrible. Because of political unrest. There we we almost went to Turkey again in 2016. We were on a cruise and we were supposed to stop in Istanbul. And the, the cruise company was like, no, no, no. We're not doing that. They're in the middle of a fake you're, coup. You're going to some shitty Greek island. I'm like, all right, great. We're going to Crete or something now. Hang out with the Cretans. It was not Crete. It was, uh, shit, what was it? Lesbos. <laughs> that would have been hot. <laughs> um, I don't know. Some uh, Fuck. Where one of the wonders of the ancient world was. Rhodes? Yeah, exactly. Rhodes. Thank you. There you go. We went to Rhodes, and Rhodes is a tourist Rhodes trap. Island? Yes, Rhodes <laughs> Island. <laughs> but we were like, man, Turkey was actually pretty cool, because you go to Turkey, and you just haggle for everything, and you have no intention of buying things, and they're like, my friend, this is a 1,000 lira? And you're like, I'll give you a dollar. And they're like, yeah, I'll see you at 750. And I'm like, eight bucks. <laughs> and you just kind of like negotiate yell at each other for a while, and they're like, all right, I agree. 392 lira. Totally fair. Up. Oh, I don't feel like buying it now. Goodbye. It's kind of it's like scary and weird, but exhilarating at the same time. It's a weird thing. Turkish delight, though. Moral of the story. Not bad. Way better than the Narnia books. Yes. And this book. So they eat the medicine. And they're like, "This is the most delicious medicine ever." And then they no, go. To there's sleep. no reason that they have medicine. They weren't sick. It's like here, take <laughs> this medicine. It's like, okay, like, they were fine. Why were they taking medicine? Because she has Munchausen's by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> MVP. Different book. <laughs> Man Bear Pig? Yes, Man Bear Pig. Yeah, so then the rest of the book is kind of just a random bullshit. Each chapter is a complete non sequitur. There's no plot. They just like, they go... It's a series of misadventures. Do some nonsense. Let's have another beer because there's not much to say. No. I brought this beverage. Ooh, that smells... Smells dank. Oh, it looks it. This is called Weird and Gilly by Single Cut because... Everything that happens in the book is fucking weird. And gilly. And at one point, they go to a zoo, and there are animals. Those but, are uh, gills. Some do. By the way, whatever the fuck beer this is, I already forgot. Delicious. It's pretty good. Weird and gilly. Great. 
New England kind of IPA. Yeah. Down with that. Super dank, hoppy, no bitterness. It's pretty dank. So back to this shitty book. <laughs> so the rest of the book is just random bullshit. Join us next week. It is. They go on adventures. They go, uh, I can't even She jumps into a chalk painting with a man and they have dinner. That's the character that in, in the movie would they just they literally wrote that one line character in the book into an entire thing for Dick Van Dyke into Bert Bert I didn't, the names mean nothing because they don't reappear yeah each, and then they go to another place where they go to her uncle's house and he's laughing and he, oh isn't that actually in the movie that's in the movie too yeah that part is where he just but she's he floats, much less of a bitch in the movie she's actually kind of nice Actually, no, she's still kind of cold in the movie. Is she? I mean, she's yeah. not this mean, though. She's definitely still... She's, de- she's proper. She's, no, not that She's mean. quite proper. She's proper, but she's still very stern. And considering, like, the premise is sort of like, oh, we're going to have a fun governess now, a fun nanny now. She's, like, really mean and really not... She's not, like, she's happy she, fun. She is quite mean. She's just fun because magical things happen. But they're not even really fun because they're like, what's happening? And she's like, shut up now. Yeah, no question. She just refuses to explain. Don't fuck with me. Put the ball gag back in. And they're like, okay. That's right. Now laugh your way to the ceiling. There's a whole bunch of episodes where they, the children are just confused out of their stupid little minds. You would almost say they were in a state of bewilderment. I would say that they were, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say right now, I don't think this is going to be good. But it was the best I can come up with. I was very desperate. It says by uh, who? The something Brewing Company. That that narrows it down. <laughs> Kent Falls. I don't know where are they from. It's a Brett Imperial IPA, I believe. Ew! Oh, why did you do this? Because it said bewilderment, and I was like, that's how I felt throughout this whole book. Both me as the reader and those children as the characters. Colorado. In the book. Oh, not what? Brewed and bottled in Kent, Connecticut, by the Kent. Oh, Kent Falls Brewing Co. Ah, uh, I see. Co. Yeah. Oh, they're from Connecticut. So this is called Bewilderment. It's an Imperial Brett IPA. I sniffed it, and now I don't want to taste it. I detect funk. It's a problem with Funkadelica beers. I have a strange thought on what this tastes like, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts first. It tastes like grass. That's what I'm getting. I could go with something like that. It's I get a bitter it. thing. I get like a pickle flavor. Yeah. Like a brine. Yeah. Like when I take... I, I, take, like, I feel like I just drank a little bit of pickle... Okay, you know what? I do. I do get a little bit of dill. I think, I some think pic- you're right. There's something pickly in there. Yeah, but pickles are amazing. I love pickles. I don't love this. It's fair. I, I also don't love this. I actually don't hate it either, though, I have to say. I don't hate it. It's just strange. When you said, we're not going to like this, I was expecting something worse. It's not that bad. It's not something I'd want to have again. Well, I didn't it, what it, it's bring not, smegma ale, so it's not going to be that bad. It's not super sour, which is what I was afraid of. It mm. tastes weird, but it's not, it's not really, really intensely sour, so that made me less surprised. I think that's a quality of the Brett. Like, Brett is a yeast that can kind of eat whatever or eat a lot more than traditional yeast can. It's the smut of hops. Sort of is, yeah. And it'll produce all sorts of other... It'll produce alcohol, but all sorts of other strange flavors. And uh, some people like this because it's, it's, I guess, unpredictable to a degree. I don't know. I'm not a master brewer. I don't, make, I don't brew with bre- uh, Brett. I don't, I don't have a lot of Brett beers. But they, they, they never taste the same. They're always like weird, different flavors. And I think that's what is interesting to some people. Like I, I've read a thing. I think we talked about this before. The McKellar guy. He's, like, he, he's very interested these days in making, or at least at the time of this interview I read, and making sour beers and Brett beers and other things because it's unpredictable. Whereas he had spent so many years making predictable beers. You know, oh, I'm going to put this many grams of this, this many ounces of that, whatever. I know what I'm going to get. And now it's like, let me introduce this wild card ingredient. And that's where Brett and the other sour yeasts come in. It's a serious crapshoot. 
Yeah, it seems like a lot of work for nothing if it works out randomly for shit. I think the thing about it, though, is like you could always insist, like, oh, no, you drank it too oh. soon. <laughs> you oh, had to wait. It's, it's your fault. You're holding it wrong. I think there's a degree of that. It's a weird flavor. It is definitely strange. Now, when you only use bread, you're going to get some very funky stuff. And I don't know where this falls. If this is only bread or they put the bread in relatively early. But the, the earlier the bread is, the more you're going to get stranger flavors, less familiar beer flavors, than if you were to say, make a whole beer, ferment it out, and then throw a little bread in to get a little sprinkle of strangeness on top. Anyway, I picked it because it's called Bewilderment, and that's how the children felt the whole time. They're like, how the fuck is she doing all this stuff? She has like a compass that lets us go around the planet, and she could take us into the zoo at night, and we can fly on a ceiling by laughing a lot. Speaking of a compass that takes you around the planet, apparently... In the original 1934 version, there in that chapter, there were some very inappropriate things because it takes them all around the world. And the Wikipedia page just says, it engaged a variety of cultic and ethnic types of Chinese, Eskimo, Sub-Saharan Africans, and Native Americans. Oh, man. Travers responded by, to criticism by revising the chapter twice. So in twice. the version that I read, definitely didn't have any of that stuff in it. No, it's just I found like random animals. I'm like, hey... Mary Poppins, good to see you again. I'm eating some bamboo or whatever the fuck it was. Come by. Eat some fish with us. No, no, I must be going now. We're traveling around the world. Like, what? Oh, boy, that's too bad. See you later. The 1934 version probably had some quite inappropriate things. But it was 1934, so they were considered totally normal. I can only imagine what those were like. And yes, (laughs) they definitely left that out of the movie. They will probably leave it out of the remake as well. I mean, thought, out of the sequel. If you thought Dick Van Dyke's accent was offensive. <laughs> Which is like Black Mary Poppins like, come children, let me go visit my Chinaman friend. And like, oh, Mary, I don't think we call him that anymore. That's not cool. No, no, it's, it's I know, I know Poe very well. We're going there. Come, Magic Compass. Like, I can only imagine how yeah. dark and awful that it's must like, have been. Super unlikely. We were afraid to be caught reading it on a train in case someone like looked over your shoulders like, what the fuck is that guy reading? Man. The only time I ever really, most, I read pretty fast usually. So like if anyone's going to look over my shoulder, by the time they actually focus on something, it's it's the next page. The only time I ever felt guilty were like, oh God, who's looking? Fifty Shades of Grey. Exactly. I felt the same way. Please, please don't look. I felt bad with uh, Lolita. He's putting his sex in my mouth. (laughs) I don't need anyone to know this. Uh, Let's do another beer. We only have two to go. Yeah, but how much more do we have to say? Uh, So I picked this one. It's called Safety Scissors. Because the children are uh, children, and they need safety scissors. And we've had this before. I forget for what. For Lolita. What do you think? It's, it's a Berliner Weiss, right? What do you think of this? Berliner Weiss style, blood orange, apricot, tart, kettle sour. Yeah, it's kettle sour, which we've talked about that many times, with some, ex- with some yeah, uh, professionals, it's, it's actually. It's not bad. It's not as bad as you would think. Yeah, it's all right. And by bad, I mean tart and like, oh, God, I just ate an old pile of moldy paper. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that tart at all. It actually is pretty light. We should actually experiment one day and try a sour beer, a couple sour beers, outside when it's hot as balls. See if we can find the reason for them. Well, when they're like ice cold and you're, it's hot as balls out and you drink a few, I wonder if we'd feel differently. All right. So the rest of the... There's like other episodes. Another episode. There's a point uh, when like Mary by. can like talk to the dog and the dog asks her for directions. Oh. And, and the, that's like a whole chapter. And then the dog, the, wants the, to, chapter. the dog wants and to bring scene. a friend home and the lady's like, no, you can't have that shitty dog in here. And he's like, I'm going to fucking leave with oh, his other dog. Because it's a rich bitch. And she's like, I, you, are a, you are a proud rich Pure dog. Purebred. Don't hang out with that strumpet that from the street. What? And then she's like, I'm going to fucking ghost. And then Mary Hoppins is like, the dog's going to leave if you don't want this other poor dog in there. And she's like, fine, fuck. 
And that's the end. And then there's a point when, and this is sort of gets to the only almost explanation in any of the book at all, when there's when Mary Poppins is in the nursery with the two twins, by the way, the two little twins they left out of the movie. Just gone. End of most of the book. Yeah, yeah they're just anyway, there for as a prop. They have- she was there, and Mary was talking to the bird. And the bird was like, oh, my God. Oh, and, then, yeah. and the bird is, like, talking back, and the, and the kids are like, why, I can, why is it that you can understand them and no one else can? She's like, well, all children can understand birds when they're little, but then they lose it. Is the baby, is the baby forget. genius's theory? <laughs> except Mary. Except Mary Poppins somehow could, you know. She has the mentality of a child. but A mean child. I read that, and as a person who's, you know, at the time of recording, was expecting a child, their first child. I've been like, reading a whole lot about, like, what babies do and all that kind of bullshit. And you're like, oh, my God, it's amazing what they could do and, like, how quickly they learn stuff. And you're like, not that I ever believe that my baby will be able to talk to the birds. Like, I'm not, please don't believe that. But I remember watching like TED Talks from like children are extremely creative and then they go to school and they stop being creative, right? Like all these kind of things you hear. Yeah, that's Sir Ken Robinson. That, yeah, that's his TED Talk. Exactly. Yeah. So it's got like 10 million views, something like that. And so you think about all these things and you're like, man, we fucking like stifle the coolness and weirdness out of babies. Because people are only as interesting as, you know, they are distinct as they are different from what you'd expect. You know, like some people are really cool and they have a book podcast about beer, you know, whatever. But they. The coolest people they're most, do that. The most dank. <laughs> but, you know, I was thinking about this. It's like, man, how do I make sure I don't, like, kill the child inside my child? <laughs> you know, like, how do I don't turn it into, like, a child grown up? You know what I mean? That, that's what I was thinking about. That was, like, the one part of the book. I was like, I kind of, like, my ears perked up. And I was like, oh, shit. Who is this for exactly? Like, you know, I was, like, reading it. I was like, this sounds like the sort of thing that adults should actually think about. But the book is written for children. So then it's just like fable nonsense. Like, I think I was projecting something onto it that it wasn't really there. It's a similar type of idea of The Little Prince, where yeah. whereas not only was the main point of The Little Prince is that, you know, the doing stupid adult things is stupid. You know, you need to keep the sort of innocence. You need to retain the innocence you had and as a plant. child. And that's where you really find things that matter or something like that. And this book is kind of just in this one little chapter sort of giving the same message. That was the one part of the book I was like, man, that's actually fucking, that hit me right in the feelings. The rest of the book is, this is dumb as balls. But that one section, I was like, man, listen up, adults. And then it got stupid as hell. The next chapter, I forget what, I don't remember the order anymore, because it, it doesn't matter. No. Nope. Is the next chapter the one where she like goes and buys fish, and the guy's like, hey, governor, you want some fish? And she's like, no, don't talk to me like that. Like, I remember that was a chapter. I'll take next. a lobster, and a bag of shrimp, and a crab, and a side of veal, and a thing. And she's like, is that it? It's like, yeah. That's it. I'm making dinner. I was like, okay, cool. That yeah, was a whole chapter, and like everyone was kind of like hitting on her a little bit. I don't, I don't understand it. And then she was like, "Don't talk to me, you scum. I'm a nanny." And then she like disappeared. That was the end of the chapter. Right? And then there was the zoo chapter. Was that her birthday? Yeah, that was her birthday, and the animals were throwing her a party. And but people but the people the were zoo. in the cages, and the animals were like being really mean to the people. Well, like, were, oh, and, and then they're like, "Oh no, don't be mean to John and Michael or whatever." Went Jane and Michael, Jane and. Uh. Wendy, Ooh, Michael, uh, John. I just I, oh, I confuse these kids with Peter Pan. the Peter ones Pan of Peter kids. Pan kids. Yeah. Uh, anyway, don't be like, mean to them. Be they're nice friends. To Rufio. They're 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 friends with you know who. Oh, okay. We'll be nice to them. But the, it was essentially that they had reversed things, and like the animals were behaving like humans at a zoo. Like they're like throwing peanuts at an animal, and they're like poking it, and they're yelling at it. But they're doing it at a human now. So maybe this is her like activist chapter. Like, don't be mean to animals. But then kids. they meet the snake king god thing. Yeah, he's like king of the animals or some weird shit. He's a snake. Because he could sting the dick out of it. And then he rips off all his skin to make a belt. That's how it works. For Mary. 
Yeah. Also something to do with the moon. Like the full moon or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's what this what happens in this stupid book. It goes by so fast. You're like, I don't really understand what's going on here, but I just finished a chapter. I feel like at the end of every chapter, it just ended with me going like, well, okay. And then on to the next one. <laughs> yep. Every chapter I finished went well, like, oh, fuck. How many more of these? Yeah, and then I'd okay. read anything else in the world. Like, let me just see if uh, Kellogg's changed their formula. <laughs> I just can't read this anymore. This is so stupid and unenjoyable. But we have one more beverage. Which will not be stupid and unenjoyable. It's, the enjoyableness is uh, directly related to its, you know, how fast you drink it. Nate, I think you brought this? I did. This is called Go Play IPA. Because that's what they should have just done with the kids. They didn't need this crazy-ass magical nanny. Okay, kids, go play. You got four other servants, and I think a stay-at-home. Yeah, but the husband's like, please, I can't afford all the coal to heat our house and these servants. He worked at the bank, counting money. Sometimes he bring home money and from the bank. his name was Banks. So he worked at the bank. <laughs> yep, that's fair. Anyway, it is called an activated IPA. What the I fuck don't know what that mean? means. Uh, it's you know, full of activated charcoal. <laughs> When I was at the beer store, so we text each other what beers we're getting. I was like, hey, I got this beer for this. I got that beer for that. And so I was, I was the last one to go shopping to this, this time. And I was at the store, and I saw a beer called Yo Play IPA. And I was like, I don't know if Nate made a typo there. <laughs> I'm not going to get it just in case. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yogurt, like, really was, that, happened, was that other beer with yogurt in it? I, have, I mean, I just kind of like, yo, I was like, play. Kids have to play. Oh, fuck. He said something. Oh, it's too close. I can't because I've definitely texted serious typos in the past. Like, oh man, this could be this could I mean not would be really that terrible, but I don't want to waste it because there's a good amount of beers we buy that we're like, that is awful. That is not good. Or I don't want to finish that. We don't need to have two cans of that, and I don't know when the next time we would need a yo play beer would be. Some I I, I for I went went away from that one. We still did okay. We drank a lot of beers today actually for this beer. Uh, this book, excuse me. We did. I drank a lot of books for this beer. It's all right. Is it eight for it's today? Oh my god. Yeah, this is by Avery, right? Avery, yep. It never really says what the fuck activated means. I don't know what that means. I mean, Avery's known for making two things. They make White Devil, which is like probably their most easily found beer, and then they make a shit ton. Wait, of... there's a beer called White Devil. We did it for um, well, White Rascal. Excuse me, White Rascal. Sorry, oh, okay. White Rascal. I was thinking we didn't do it for Devil in the White City. It's <laughs> almost two on the nose. Sorry, White Rascal. We did it for Kalamakimber. Oh, yes. And other than that, every other that one. Avery beer I see is like a fucking monster beer. Like 13, 14, 18% alcohol beers. Like huge beers. I've never seen this before. And I don't know what activated IPA means. Makes you feel like working out. Beer definitely, definitely never makes me feel like working out. That's fair. It shouldn't. <laughs> That's the opposite. I'm going to do more rips of this beer. Ooh, rips. Listen with my glutes. I open this <laughs> bottle with my butt cheeks. That would be very painful, I feel. The very first thing that comes up on Google is the link to Avery Go Play IPA. Maybe, they're just, maybe it's like their version of a lighter beer. Better yet, sodium and potassium help activate this motivated, lively India Pale Ale. So it's essentially vitamin water, the beer? They add sodium and potassium. Wait, wait, wait. Sodium is N-A. No, no, wait. No, I was yeah, going to say it's it N-A-C-L, but potassium is not. Isn't that K? C-L. Yeah, K, yeah. Knack. Knack. Though, knack, it, knack, although knack, I think knack. that is technically still a salt, if I remember my chemistry. Because uh, my roommate couldn't have salt, and he would use potassium salt imitation. And it tastes like salt, but it was potassium mm. instead. I feel like there's a difference still, between like, I think table salt and like a chemical definition of salt, which yeah, I never there understood is, in chemistry class because I 
cheated through the entire thing. Um, it's fine beer. Cool IPA. It'd be good if I was playing or like laughing my ass off on a ceiling, I guess. End of the day. This book. Awful. Don't read it. It's dumb. Really stupid. It's really dumb. Turd sandwich. It was a series of bullshit chapters that meant nothing. I got the ebook that was the complete Mary Poppins. I got the same one, yeah. And like, I read was the, like all the books. Yeah, the ones that Travers wrote. And I read the first one. I was like, this is short. And the, the whole thing is like 500 pages. And I read the first one. Like, I will never. I deleted it off my Kindle, which has like virtually infinite space for books. <laughs> like, fuck that shit. That's got to go. I deleted it. It was that bad. It took me three weeks to read 100 pages. Do you know what kind of dumps I take? It was hard to not read it faster. Well, with your new diet, you, know, you can't read. Well, I've been trying to cut down my weights. So I've been eating more vegetables, so the dumps are shortening. But this book sucked ass. It was terrible. Terrible, terrible book. Yeah, it was, it was a waste of everyone's time. And, as the only and it was so sad because this is a good movie. It's and a, so it was, I was it's just It's like so one of those that changed the course of childhood for most people. And I was just so sad that the book was so stupid. Well, to get to what you had said to me earlier when we were planning this, Nate, I've never seen the movie. But what about reading this book made Walt Disney say, that's our next movie? Yeah, that's... I mean, that happens all the time. They'll take a, like the, the idea of a book and make it into a movie that's wildly different. Well, they went and they just changed a lot of things. And then P.L. Travers was mad. She out literally outside... This is the story. Outside the theater on the premiere night... She hadn't seen it at all. She hadn't seen any of the any of the things. She comes out. Walt Disney is there, and Travers goes, "Well, I don't like this at all. I think we need to change this. We need to change this. We need to change this." And at he goes premiere? at the premiere, and he goes, "Ma'am, that ship has sailed." Yeah, no shit. He's like, "No, they're not remaking. They after after making Mary Poppins, they're not going to remake the entire thing." That's not how anything works. No. Well, she clearly barely understood writing a book. <laughs> she was not going to understand films, too. One of the reasons why there hasn't been a sequel until this yeah. year is because she didn't want another movie made. Yeah. So she didn't like... Did you, like wait for her to die? She, she died version? like 96. She lived a long-ass time. Because you think... Do the math, right? Like, this book came out in 34. Yeah. She wasn't 10. Like, she was an adult. Maybe she was 20 or 25. That She lived a long-ass fucking time. She died in 1996, and she was old as dirt. And then I guess, you know, wrangling the estates and all that shit, and then getting a script and all that took, to get, took time to get together. The new movie's coming out now. Will you see it? I, I do I'm not going to pay of, to see it. I want to see it, because I'm curious about it, but I'm also really sad. I'm really, really worried that it could just suck. I'm almost positive it will suck. There, it, might, well, it might not suck. It, it, it just, it, not only will it be disappointing in, in when you compare it to the original... Just they're gonna do the like Disney treatment to it, and I know the original was Disney also, but they're just gonna make it full of just crazy million mile an hour like things hitting you in the face, just like cartoon things all the time, and you know what I mean? Oh, totally, yeah. No, I think uh, who's the actress? Is Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. She's actually really good in yeah. everything I've ever seen. She's a good actress. She's very good. I think that she is up against a. She's gonna get blamed when the movie sucks. Is what's gonna happen? You can't. Out Julie, Julie Andrews. She won Best Actress. She was like acclaimed for this. You know, like this may, Sound of Music, Sound of Music came first, right? Or I believe so. I'm not really sure. Around the same time, like she was, she like fucking nailed the 1960s musical yeah. thing. If I remember correctly, Julie Andrews was played uh, Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady on Broadway. Uh, yes. And then did not get cast in the movie. And she was pissed as and, shit. And she was really pissed. And the director said, 
why don't you go do this Sound of Music movie? I think that'll be good for you. And then she did, and that was a huge hit. And I think she immediately went and did Mary Poppins right after that. Well, she fucking... Beasted it. Beasted it, and then she just hung out, and she was like, let me do Princess Diaries 35 years later. (laughs) It's a cool, quick mill. Actually, Sound of Music was the year after Mary Poppins. After? Yep, Mary Poppins 1964, Sound of Music 1965. Well, or either way, I think Mary Poppins Returns has the record for like the longest time between live-action sequels, so between the first and the second movie or whatever. It's How'd been 50-something years. That's a long time. And it's a beloved film. It's not like they're making a sequel to some obscure nonsense no one cares about. It's just, unfortunately, no way in hell it could live up to that. And I've never even seen the fucking movie. I just know it'll be a disappointment just because you have people who they were raised watching it and their parents were raised watching it. And they're like, this is a great film. And then they're going to see it. And I'm like, yeah. Meh, not good. Maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe. But I... It's unlikely. I doubt it. But it's possible. It also says something about the state of Hollywood. That they're like, what can we do now? We have no idea. So we've made 17 Marvel movies this year. Let's go back to that Mary Poppins idea. Let's make a sequel to a movie that came out in 1964. <laughs> That's our meal ticket, guys. What's next? Casablanca 2. This time it's personal. Titanic 2. <laughs> Love actually, floats they on. They already did that. No, they did not. I'm fairly certain Titanic 2 is a movie. They're full of sh- Not with anybody with a Is it a, a comedy? No, I don't is it remember. a satire? No, I think it was like one of probably some like Does straight star the Wayans brothers. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because that's who would make a movie like that. It might be. I don't think it's, it's not a Wayans brother movie though. I don't know. Citizen Kane two sled harder. No. Yeah. No. I got it. Yeah. Godfather Part Four. Leave the gun and the cannoli. <laughs> like, like, making sequels to movies from a more long time good ago. fellas. <laughs> Better fellas. <laughs> the best fellas. <laughs> that's the third one. <laughs> My big fat Greek divorce. <laughs> anyway, I think that's... Yeah, it's that's fine. It, yeah. We could always think of more later. And if you think of some, you can let us know. Anyway, tell us what you thought of Mary Poppins. Either the old movie, the book, or the new movie. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on the Twitter at drunkguysbc, as in book club. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>